This podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network. Welcome to Tap Into. I'm Travis. I'm Pete. And this is our story. Two and a half years ago, we were leading mediocre lives in Kentucky, working for the weekend and filling our time with things that didn't always matter. I mean, life wasn't bad by any means, but we always had a feeling that things could be better, a feeling there was something more out there and our lives could hold more purpose. So we sold all of our belongings, including a house, a car, and pretty much everything we owned, packed up our trusty Prius, and drove across the country to sunny California. This podcast shares the good, the bad, and everything in between as we continue our journey to expand and grow every day. Come join us each week on Facebook to interact with us live on our page, Travis and Pete, where we share all the tools we have collected along the way to enjoy a life full of gratitude, love, and purpose. Wait, since it's live, does that mean I have to wear pants? Nah, there'll be a desk. Sweet! So come as you are, set aside what you think you know, and simply listen. And as always... Take Take what what you you like like and leave leave the the rest. Knock, knock, who's there? Just me, just kidding. It's it's Danielle, too. (laughs) (coughs) Oh, and it's really delayed. So we're going to wait five minutes till we see me on the screen. Right? Right? Here she comes. Here she comes. Here she comes. Where is she? Where is she? Uh... (laughs) Wow, it's really delayed, huh? Wow. Still don't see myself. Oh, what's happening? There he is. So many sparkles. I love, I love the sparkles. The Thanks. sparkles are everywhere. Yeah. Oh, I forgot I had flowers in my hair. <laughs> it's like you're working today. It's it's happening. Like all I of this know. is really like exciting me. Uh, oh. I'm very happy that you're here. I'm happy that I'm here. Pete says, ooh, sparkly. <laughs> Hi, Pete. Peter, my little Petey Pie, my little hun bun is um, out of commission today. He's sick. You got hun bun replacement. Yeah. Right? <laughs> He uh he uh he's uh, hopefully at home um in bed. Pete. Pete. <laughs> um and Peter Moore. Hey guys, greeting from Perth. Hey Peter Moore, how's it going? Um so yeah, hopefully gonna feel better. Well he is. He's getting there. Uh Kimberly man in the house. Hello, darling. Um oh yeah, I need to do some sharing real quick. Hi. Uh, let's see. I guess I'll try to fill the dead space. Hi, everyone. Hi, everybody. I know I talked to you guys on uh, via uh, typing. <laughs> via typing. Via typing. People on, know uh, who you are. Yeah, the producer on. side. I'm yeah. that infamous voice you randomly hear sometimes. Right? Live in person. Live in person and sparkly. Uh, uh, Pete Olson, another sleeve of cracker bites in the, du- bites bites the, the dust. dust. <laughs> yeah, he's living on um, crackers and uh, Verner's. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what Verner's is? Um, no, but you were telling me about it so earlier. So Verner's is, I mean, it's literally, it's a brand of, um, what's that stuff? The ginger ale. Oh, yeah. And so some people grow up um, with Verner's, some people grow up with... Uh, What's another ginger Canada ale? Dry. Canada Dry. I was a Canada Dry person. Um, I, I think they're exactly the same things, but it's so. one of those Coke and Pepsi things that people will be like, no, Verner's is the, the healer. Oh, you know what I remember now? They have yeah. a little picture of a barrel on their logo. Yeah. When when you said Verner, for some reason, well, I know why, but in my head I spelled it with a W, but that's because my grandpa's German and, and it, his name was spelled Werner, but you said Verner. And so when I was first thinking it, that's what popped in. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. And then I saw a V and it made sense. Yeah. Hi, Amanda. Hey, Pete. Can you do, can you, while you're, if you're there, if you're listening still, can you do some sharing for me just to the pages? I've already did the YDF. 
Um, so to our personal pages, Daniel's personal page, your personal yeah, page. you can share it to me too. Uh, that would be great. Good morning, Amanda. I feel like I have to sit like this because it's where my flowers are. You don't. You could. I, I mean, put my back to everybody. You the whole time. <laughs> I'm like Danielle. Excuse me. Over here. Over here. We're doing a show together. Look at my face. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I love, do lives very I love often. the delay because it's just kind of like, what's happening? <laughs> See, um, there's, my, there's my side view. <laughs> and everybody who's here, can you go ahead and hit that like button? Give me some smiles and hearts and laughs. Um, and then share it out, please. Because this is kind of, uh, this episode <clears throat> is a little controversial. Um, it's a little bit, um, I'm not expecting, but I am um, I don't look forward to, but the last time I did a show, I did a show on this on my own several years ago. Well, not several years ago. A couple of years ago, I guess. A year and a half. Um, and I got a lot of hate mail, believe it or not. Um, and it's understandable. <coughs> but, you know, if if I stay silent, then it doesn't help anybody else. So today, um, as you can tell, uh, we are talking um, about mental health. Crazy Train is the name uh, of our episode, and first and foremost, 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 first and foremost, we both have to say that neither one of us are mental health professionals. Okay, this is not advice. This is this is <laughs> not medical advice. Yeah, this is not medical advice. This is um, sharing from our own experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, and as always, with everything that we ever tell you here, take what you like and leave the rest. Okay, because we can only talk about our personal experiences. We can only talk about what we've been through and we can only tell you what has worked for us. Right. Um, This year, not this year, every year um, around this time can be very, very, very tough for people. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, you know, we did a post over on Travis and Pete uh, a couple days ago, two or three days ago, and it was called a mental health check-in. And with that mental health check-in, you got um, – there was different colored hearts, mm-hmm. and next to the hearts, it's kind of explained um, or was supposed to explain about how you were feeling. So you dropped a color of a heart on there to um, kind of tell people um, how you're doing. Red meant feeling great. And this is the colors I'm going to mess up, but bear with me. You know, yellow meant that you were good. Uh, orange meant, blue meant that you, you know, sad were something. sad or, you know, need a little bit of help. Uh, um, and there was a one on there that said, you know, help, you know, I would really like for somebody to reach out to me. And then black meant that you were in a really kind of a crappy place. There it is. Um, yeah, yeah, there it is. Um, so yeah, uh, so there was different colors. We had really good reactions to this. We had a lot of people share. We had a lot of people comment. We had, uh, people say how important it was, uh, especially around this time of year when people, uh, can get, not necessarily get down, but they can get to a place where, you know, if they don't have family and friends to go to, then they can get a little depressed, right? I think society sets up. Uh, these expectations that we're supposed to have as individuals. And when we don't experience that same thing, we tend to go into a depression. And uh, the thing that sucks is that it's not, it's not real. Like yep. those expectations are not real. That's what society is telling you. You should feel right. So yeah. Agreed. But either way, the feelings are real. So the feelings are definitely real. Um, and so today we're going to talk a little bit about that. First, I want to drop some facts on y'all. Okay. Boom. Um, I had this, uh, set up, but I've somewhere misplaced it. Uh, so bear with me. Um, so some mental health facts, right? Uh, right now over 44 million adults have a mental health condition. 
That's pretty big, right? Forty-four million. Forty-four million, and that's diagnosed. Exactly. Those are people who have actually gone to the doctor uh-huh. and said they felt different. Yeah, and good thing is, and it's a slight decrease, but there is a slight decrease from last year, so that's good. Uh, rate of youth experiencing 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 a mental health condition continues to rise, and this is where it kind of really hits me. Like that thing right there. It's like whenever we're talking about our youth, and we're talking about. Um, you know, our futures, mm-hmm. it's that that number is starting to rise in young kids. Um, there are uh, a big thing about all that. There's also a mental health shortage whenever it comes to people working in the mental for health care. field yeah. for care. So it's like, all right, so those are the facts. Well, there's some of them. Um, there was some other ones on here that I wanted to put out there just so that we know. Um, one in five American adults experience a mental health issue. Again, this is diagnosed. One in five. One yeah. in so five. 20%. So chances are someone you know, like like not just someone, but most people have families made up of five people, yeah. sometimes more. Yeah. So that means somebody in your family potentially could be going through this. And most likely, if you have a decent circle of friends, you know a few people too. Yeah. One in 10 of those people... Uh, one in ten young people um, experience a period of major depression. I think we can all kind of figure that out, right? I mean, we've all – most people that's watching right now are either A, adults, or B, um, you know, close to it. Close to it. And yeah. so I think we can all kind of say that one time or another we've experienced some sort of depression. Mm-hmm. Um, one in 12, 25 Americans lived with a serious mental illness such as schizophrenia, bipolar disorder, or major depression. So, again, all this is diagnosed, right? You have to think about the people that who don't want to get diagnosed, and that's kind of what we're talking about today. Or don't have access to or get diagnosed. Or don't have access, exactly. Um, there's a stigma. Yeah. Right? There's a huge stigma whenever it comes to um, mental health issues. It's like it's kind of you hear that word and you're like, I ain't crazy. Right. You know, it's it's a, all of a sudden like, nope. Right. It's like you don't – people don't want to share – necessarily that they've been depressed or have been through a condition or are currently going through a condition right now because of that stigma. Um, you know, if we look from the past, the way that mental health um, has changed over the years, it's just a big thing. Back in the day, um, it's it was like lock you up, punch mm-hmm. you away, mental you know, illness right away. And, and no it was job, no, no job, school, nothing, no right. nothing. Yeah. And so, you know, I think, and this is, again, these are all opinions Take what you like and leave the rest. Um, first and foremost, if you are struggling with some sort of depression, um, if you're struggling with some sort of mental health issue, um, then reach out. Okay. Mm-hmm. First and foremost, we are here, Pete and I, Danielle, everybody that's on this page for the most part, I think are is really good ear to be able to say, look, if you need somebody to talk to, talk to us. Yes. Okay. Reach out, talk to us. We are here for you. Um, and if not, we will get you to the place that you need to get to. And chances are you're going to find somebody who maybe even if they haven't gone through the same thing as you, they're going to have the same feelings, the reactions, experience For as sure. you might be going through. Yeah. And I think the biggest thing is um, is that you need to figure out and you need to realize is that you are not alone. Right? Exactly. That's exactly. the worst place for somebody with any kind of mental illness, depression, bipolar, anxiety, whatever it may be, is to feel like that you're that you're alone on the matter. Mm-hmm. Um, I can say without a shadow of a doubt, you are not. Um, and, you know, I can say and speak for myself is that I have 
um, gone through and I have um, made it out on the other side of several issues whenever it comes to depression. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I, I was you know, diagnosed with bipolar disorder at a very young age. It was um, situational, um, yeah. but it was like, uh, you know, I spent the majority of my life, um, my teenage years up until my young adult, seeking out and and getting help for that whether it was medication whether it was with um, therapy therapy, whatever it may be i did that for me the majority of that did not work um medications it did work for an extent but i think it was there to kind of numb the issue right and it and you know i didn't know until it was one of those days where not one of those days but it was that time where i realized that i had more control over my thoughts my actions um and my energies that whenever i realized that i was able to get myself out of it exactly i had the same experience right and again this is not this is an experience of ours i'm not telling you that if you're on medication yeah please don't stop without <clears throat> consulting right. your doctor but um i you know what works for me doesn't work for you or might not work for you, uh, but I can say that whenever I was able to kind of tune in to my own behaviors and actions um, and to really realize that I had more power over my thoughts and actions and the way that I felt, um, and when I realized that, um, I was able to kind of get a control over it. Right. If that works for you, great. Consult a doctor first um, because there are physiological side effects to just quitting medication, right. no matter what it is. There, exactly, and that's the thing is that uh, everybody, and you know, we break that word up. Everybody is different. Um, mm-hmm. Our friend Michelle says, or Michelle Melissa says that all the time, um, but because it's true. Uh, so do what works for you. Do what works for you. What you're comfortable with doing. Uh, also. I was trying to find what was that thing I posted a while ago. Um, there is, and I'll post this in the comments whenever I end up finding it. There is a oh, here it is right here. Uh, there is oh, a yeah. really really cool service out there right now. Um, we posted this. It's on December sixth. If you ever want to go back and figure this out, um, I'm saying this kind of as a reminder to myself um, to be able to post it again. But on December sixth, we posted. That there is uh, a way to reach out to people kind of anonymously. Mm-hmm. Um, if you text HOME, H-O-M-E, to 741741, um, when you're feeling depressed, sad, or going through any kind of emotional crisis, um, a crisis circle will text you back immediately and continue to text with you, which I think is brilliant, right? Yeah. Uh, because of that stigma, I think people don't want to go out to a doctor and they don't want to go out and like talk to somebody else that they're maybe not comfortable with mm-hmm. because they're afraid of what might be met with, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, God, you're crazy. I don't want to talk to you. Oh, anymore. we're going to lock you up, put you on pills. Yeah. It's you know what I mean? So that case. is a really cool thing. Uh, again, text home to 741741 uh, and people uh, – it's, it's literally like <laughs> – it's almost like therapy, right? Mm-hmm. You're able to text with this person, tell them what's going on. They are trained professionals. It's free. It's free. Um, people are in their phones all the time anyways. So it's like if that's something that you want to do, uh, use it. I think it's you. And then I just want to say, too, if if this is an issue, not all psychological issues have to do with drugs and alcohol, of course, but a lot of them stem from that. And if you're suffering from a drug or alcohol addiction, there are plenty. I mean, if you look up AA Central, it's a 24-hour service that you can call at any time and 
Um, it doesn't matter. Like, obviously, if you're feeling suicidal, you need to call anyone, you know, someone, anyone. Um, it's not a joking issue. But uh, if it's something revolving around drugs or alcohol, there's people on the phones there all the time that can help walk you through certain things or try to battle certain addictions, um, right. which can, like I said, can or cannot be related. They're not always related. But in my case, <laughs> it was. Yeah. So. Yeah. And and it's, it's very important that, you know, you figure out there's underlying issues, right? Um, Usually, yeah. This of some sort, whether it's genetics, whether it's, it's you know, um, because something's happened to you. Yeah, PTSD is, is a freaking bitch, man. It is. <laughs> I mean, and that's the thing. It's like, you know, if you're on here right now and you're listening to this, you know, I don't want – I'm not trying to call anybody out, but it's like give me some hearts, you know, and out there. If like if you have – There you ever, go. If you have if experienced some sort of depression – and, you know, it doesn't have to be a long-lasting thing. A depression can last for just a little bit or it can last for a long time. I think people need to know that it's something that the majority of people go through. Mm-hmm. And it's fine. It's more than fine. It's okay. Um, it doesn't make you who you are. Uh, I think that it's just kind of like a, a way of life almost. And I think that, you, you know, we've said it before is that it doesn't get easier. You get better at it. Exactly. And I think that's that you hit the nail on the head with that, that like life is still going to happen. Like, obviously, we can eliminate certain people or certain bad habits to try to lessen these things from happening. Sure. But life is still going to happen. We have absolutely no control of, over the outcome most of the time. Yeah. And so but handling it, that's a really big thing because uh-huh. you and I could experience the exact same thing. And one of us could handle it way better than the other person that I could drive the other person into a complete depression and almost like a suicidal state. And it's like, wait a minute, we were right here. We, you know, say a car accident that happens a lot with Mm -hmm. people where one person, you know, they're both in the same car. They both experience the exact same thing. But one person saying, oh, thank God I have my life. You know, I'm so grateful for who I am today. And the other person holds on to it for the next five years saying, oh, my God, I almost lost my life. Oh, my God. These, uh, you know, and it's so uh, what you just said, like rings true. And it's like we're getting some really good comments on here. Um, thank you guys for sharing for one, you know, it's like, I wish I, I, I don't want to sit here and be like, I know it's not easy to share, but it really is. Okay. It is easy because for me and for the people who are sharing, because they know that it doesn't make or break them. But when you were talking about how you and I could go through the exact same thing and deal with it differently, I'm going to go one up on that and say the, the way that I handled the same exact thing mm-hmm. Five to ten years ago, mm-hmm. a couple years ago, and the way that I can handle things now are completely oh, different. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, you have to educate yourself in this, right? You, you know, you actually have to do the work. You, you have can't to play do, victim, <laughs> right? You can't, you know, yeah, don't play victim. It's like, and you have to do the triple A that we Pete and I talk about all the time. It's like you have to be aware of it. Mm-hmm. You have to accept it, and then you have to take that action. Okay, and whatever that action is for you can be different from somebody else. Dave Moore coming with dropping the truth bombs, right? Hi, Dave. Here's here's your Danielle. Finally, look, she's all sparkly, all sparkly. for you. <laughs> uh, he said, "Sparkle, sparkle." Uh, Dave Moore said, "If you reach out to someone and help uh, and help in any way, two people get better," which I think is Ooh, brilliant. Right? That's so true because I get more out of helping people, I think, than right. uh, that person gets. Right, right. Um, Kimberly uh, said, when depression hit me, I didn't even realize what it was. Again, Mm. right? Sometimes it's like whenever it comes in, it comes in like this tidal wave. Um, I still, you know, know, it's very rare, uh, but I still will 
you know, you do a body check. I don't know if you do this or not. You know, you do a body check every day, or I do. I do this body check every day, usually a couple times a day, um, once when I get up and once in the middle of the day. And so sometimes I can get up and I can do a body check, and I'll be like, good. Mind is good. Body is good. A little tired, a little achy, but I'm good, right? Mm-hmm. I'll blaze through the day, and then midday I'll, I'll, do a, I'll stop and I'll do my check, and I'll go, but body check what my mind feels a little foggy i'm not as chipper as i was Mm -hmm. um and then you know you kind of have to like sit there and you have to dissect what happened in your day when did this happen and sometimes i sit there and i go everything is great why do i feel this way i was like that yesterday it sneaks up on you it literally sneaks up on you um so it's like kimberly that's great it's perception right uh oh yeah you know whenever you said you didn't even realize it was happening some people don't. You just have to figure this out for you. Some people can do it on their own. Some people can sit there and go, ooh, I feel depressed. And if I feel depressed, I will Pete will be the first one to, to oh, yeah. back me up on that. Is that whenever I do, I'm like, I feel depressed and I don't know why. See, and that's what happens to me too. I'll, I'll get a lot of the people, like especially at work or, or in my home life, being like, what's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong? And I, I don't know. That's my answer most of the time now. Um, and it's... For me personally, I mean, I had I had a lot of crazy childhood stuff going, and then I lived a really like toxic lifestyle, and so I learned to push those emotions out. So, so I really don't know. Like when people ask me like, "What's mm-hmm. wrong?" If I don't answer you, and you're actually like one of my friends, it's not because I'm hiding something. It's mm-hmm. because I really don't know the words to put with how I'm feeling. And so that's something that I've been working on a lot. It's like, well, I don't know. It's not a good thing. I feel a little negative, and like. Things are a little funny. I, I don't really know what that means, you know, but but let's try to fix it or, or you know, if you want to join yeah. this journey with me. Yeah, and that is – and thank you again. Um, that brings up one of my most important uh, points about all of this is that that is why it's so, 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 so important to have a good tribe and a good inner circle, right, because, you know – you don't it's it's kind of can be on the dangerous side to share your depression and to share who you or what you're feeling with the wrong people. Mm-hmm. You know, you it's got the narcissist out there. You got the people out there that want to make it about them um, that are less compassionate. And it's mm-hmm. just kind of turns into this tug of war of who feels worse and why and all this stuff or making fun of the person. That right. Feels bad, yeah. Right. And so it's like. That is why it's important that if you are going through something, make sure that you are speaking to the right people. Make sure that you are talking to the – and it's, you know, it's a word that Pete really uses a lot that he's taught me about, and it's about a safe person. Make sure that person is safe um, because when you're in that moment of, of having some sort of issue with um, the way that you're thinking and the way that you're acting and whether it's depression or anxiety or whatever it may be um, – it is very, very important to know that the person that you're speaking to, um, the person that you're reaching out to, is there not only for you and for them as well, right? Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. like be very, very careful, and that's why it's a struggle—not a struggle, but that's why you, you know, you need to do a inner circle check mm-hmm. multiple times throughout the year because people are around you for a season of reason in a lifetime, okay? And so it's like if you check that out and you realize, well, this person just doesn't fare for me anymore, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. then you need to grab somebody else that is. Okay, it's all it's an ever evolving door. Sometimes some people stick around longer than others, uh, but you know, check check it out. Um, let's see, let's go to the comments here. Um, 
Elizabeth says, depression, I thought, could not happen a second time if you learn to identify it and come out of it on your own the first time around. I see mm. now that depression can sneak up in different directions. Ugh, every bit. Whenever, And that's the thing about growth, right? Whenever you feel like you're on the right track, you get that you hit that fork in the road, right? Um, and so there's always constantly things coming at you from different ways. You can figure it out for one avenue, but then another avenue, another window opens, and there's it's it's you know facing it mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like when you know don't let your guard down whenever it comes to that. Just know that you do get better whenever you're open, honest, and willing about it. It does get better. Uh, you get better at it you it get doesn't get it. easier you know exactly. what i mean so and it's that's like, the biggest thing is you like we had said in the beginning of this like you are the only person who can control your outcome you can't control other people's outcomes so like just ha- changing your perception on that is is 100 I percent mean, right it's, it's all you can do right and so you know and now it, it, kimberly was uh talking and she said um that she didn't want drugs to mask it i get mm. that right i've been there it's like that's where I'm at now. <laughs> right. It's like it's very, very, very important to realize that, you know, if you're going through something like this, it's like how do you want to feel? Um, sometimes it can work for others. Sometimes it doesn't. And, again, this is about us telling you what works better for you. If you're going through something and a medication is going to help you get on the other side over it temporarily, that's you. Well, and that's what you and I even talked about mm-hmm. when I went through my little – you know, my my doctor diagnosed me with PTSD, and at first I was like, no, that's not for me. I mean, I've, I've seen a lot. I've been through a lot of sexual abuse in my past, but none of this has happened for like six years. And so I was like, oh, no, you know, I've pushed it aside long enough. I don't need freaking medication. And it made me feel less than to accept that I might need it. Yeah. So I finally went on it. And then what I had found out, which thankfully I got to find out for myself, I think I was only on it for about like eight months or something and I found out for myself that it ended up numbing out so many of my feelings, which I'm already really good at doing anyway, right. that I had no, like, I would notice myself just being, like, a dead stare. Like, it was just like, huh? Like, absolutely no joy, no, like, sadness, no nothing. And it got me through a really dark time because some old memories I had shared with Travis uh, came up that I had forgotten about for a really long time. And it was, like, that one thing. Like, I'm a pretty open book, and I'll tell almost anybody anything, but, like, there was this one thing that was like, nope, there's Travis and Pete and like two other people that know exactly what happened. And, and it was like this, that thing reminded me of something else that I had forgotten about that was related and was like, holy shit. And then I had to face that person in a situation where I was supposed to pretend to be happy. So everything kind of hit me all at once. And it was just like, holy shit, I can't handle it. So they served a really good purpose for the time, but I am so thankful I am off of them today because it was hard Having any other feelings. <clears throat> yeah. It get you know, that's the thing is like people, you know, you you have really strong opinions or people have um in general really strong opinions. I'm one of those people. Um you would ask me several years ago how I felt about medication, I'd be like, Give it to me. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? If it's gonna help me with my headache, my depression, my sore throat, whatever it is, give it to me. <laughs> you know, because but and then I realized for me, and this isn't for everybody, that it was just kind of a band-aid over a, you oh, know, yeah. a little bit of What's a, the bigger issue? What is the bigger issue? Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, I can take a, p- a pill to, to numb the fact, but what am I really not diving into? <laughs> You're covering up the symptoms, uh-huh. not the problem. Yeah, and so sure. that And that's what any band-aid or any kind of prescription pill will do. And I mean, like Travis has said a million times, like I'm not saying don't take pills if you need them, but 
a lot of times, most of these, especially when you're coming to mental health, mental health disorders, a lot of them can be fixed with really good therapy, even if that's talk therapy with a friend. It doesn't even have to be professional. You know, it's like a lot of these things don't need medication. And or like we said, they maybe you're in a position where it serves you a really good purpose at that time. Yeah. And that's great. You what know, no judgment. You? No, <laughs> zero judgment. And I think people who that are on here right now and that are, will listen to this um, later on realize that there are no judgments here. Um, you know, Elizabeth, uh, she she has a question. She said, understanding that you cannot make or motivate someone uh, to pop out of a depression, how can we help someone understand that there is hope and it is possible to get out of depression? Be a good example. Be a great example for one, right? And this is the other one. This is the reason that we are doing this episode today. Do not be silent about it. Um, you know, there are, you know, mental health awareness months. Don't mm-hmm. wait for just the mental health awareness months. If you're going through something, people understand and people get on the other side of things whenever they see somebody that's done it. Mm-hmm. So be that person, talk about it, put it out there. People that are on Facebook, post about it, you know, let people be know. Be vulnerable. Be vulnerable. Very good. That's amazing. Like, be vulnerable about it. Talk about it. Don't be silent. And don't make it a big deal. Right, right. right. People who are going through depression, see people who are haven't uh, even seeked. Is that a word? Sucked out? No, that's <laughs> I not right. I must be seeked. <laughs> seeked. Uh, seeked out. Anyways, people who haven't sought. There it is. There it is. People who haven't <laughs> sought out help for depression are making it a big deal on their own. Um, without really having to need having the need of other people to go, oh, I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. Well, one, you didn't make this person depressed. You didn't make yeah, this person go through a mental health or anxiety or PTSD. So talk to them like you would be talking to them as if they told you had a headache. You know, whenever someone tells you that they have a headache, you can or or let's you know hiccups. Let's use hiccups for an example. Someone tells you, you have hiccups, right? How many like if there's a room of twenty people. Probably 15 of those people will come up to you and tell you, this is what I did to get you know out of hiccups. Stand on your head. Drink Stand on water your head. out of your and mouth. And that is exactly the way that I kind of look at it as seeing about talking depression. If you hear about somebody and they're talking to you about depression, give them the examples that helped you. Make sure you put in there that they need to figure it out for themselves like we're doing today. But kind of be the example, you know, and lead off with this may help. It may not help you, but it helped me. Um and then move on. You know, there's a there's a certain person that is in my professional life, I'll just put it that way, that feels comfortable with me, so talks to me uh, on a level that's friendlier and has shared with me some of her frustrations and and uh, has a hard time with certain things. And, and all I can do is listen because, like we had said earlier, people's issues are different too, and there's different degrees of things and different perceptions of degrees of things because to me some of the stuff that she says to me I'm like oh man I deal with that every day what do you mean you're depressed you know this is normal this is life welcome you know because she's young too right um but then but to her it's a big deal and so to, to her the way that she's perceiving it it's really hurting her feelings and she's had to go through these like mental like you know things trying to figure it out and sometimes for me the biggest thing I can do for her is just be like I understand you know you're okay you're doing okay and then she'll get back to work you know and it's yeah. it's uh Sometimes that's all you need to be is an ear for someone too, as long as they're obviously not threatening to hurt someone or this, themselves. But yeah, 
Listen, yeah. some people, you know, that's a good that's a good thing to say. It's like when someone wants to tell you about what's going on with them. Um, you know, I have some friends and, and other people that I do this with. I'm like, do you need an ear? Or do you want a, some, a mouth as well? Right, 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 right. Because sometimes they just want to vent, right? So figure out what they want from you. So, you know, one of the ways that, you know, I hope that answered your question, um, Elizabeth, because, you know, it's like be the example. Another way is to share this out. You know what I mean? Share out things that you see online, see that people are doing um, so other people know that they are not alone. Dave Moore, <clears throat> excuse me. Dave Moore says we are human beings, beings, being there means completely being there, not just physically, but uh, with our whole being, not listening to hear, but to listen to understand. Shut up and let them speak whenever they want to. The letters and listen also spell silent for a good reason. Boom. Um, Did you know that? Uh, he also said, no amount of get over it helped anyone. Get over it in the entire history of get over it, right? It doesn't. It's, you know, it's you, people figure it out on their own, right? To say yeah. get over it is people who lack empathy, lack compassion. Oh, yeah. And again, that's why it's good to have a really good tribe with you. Um, and I think, I mean, in a less harsh sense, yeah. the idea of getting over it is obviously the goal. Well, duh. Like if, <laughs> if I'm going through something, I go to Travis, he says, well, get over it. Well, that's my goal. That's what right. I'm trying to do. But, you know, some people, or, or not even some people, sometimes, like, yeah. certain situations are different, too. It makes it harder. That, and it's just, it's very, it's one of those things that it's like, you don't want to tell somebody to get over it. Um, you want to maybe speak and say, and to reassure them, possibly, that it's like, you will get over this. Yeah, this it's, this too shall pass. <laughs> this too shall pass. Look, that's my my tattoo Ooh. right here. This is my I got mantra. it on my butt. No, I'm just right? <laughs> Uh, Not going to show you guys that one. <laughs> that is my mantra. Uh, I got this tattoo probably five, six years ago because it's been, you know, this too shall pass. You know, the darkness doesn't stay dark for very long. Um, even in Alaska, half the year is sun, right? <laughs> um, so, you know, that is what we're talking about. It's like this never never be the one that says get over but that you will let the person know that not only will they get over but they will get through it mm-hmm. um and if you're ready to commit to that person that you're that ear or that you know that shoulder then do so let them know that you're there for them um also let's go i'm i'm going to put on my melissa crispell hat right now um and that you know the mantra of is you are what you eat drink think and do okay Take a look at yourself. Take a look at what's going on in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, are you taking care of yourself the best that you can? Are you eating a healthy diet? Are you, you know, do you have really good thought processes whenever it comes to being able to handle your energy? Mm-hmm. Um, what are you doing to prevent some of these things? Yeah, and I, I like that you brought that up too because, of course, you know, what I eat is a really big part of who I am today, mm-hmm. and that's something that I – really started making a connection with myself was not only like, okay, I don't need a hundred percent organic. It's expensive. It's something that like, I, I try to focus on that whole dirty dozen list and try to pick the pick and choose which ones I think are most important because your healthcare ultimately is 
the only thing you have. And uh, sorry, but medical bills are more than organic produce. So I, you know, I think that I'm doing my part by doing enough about that. But anyways, so if you're buying organic and you're not getting in a lot of these environmental pesticides and all this kind of stuff, but on top of that, like I'm not going to turn this into some sort of vegan thing, but this is the other reason why I don't believe in, you know, eating animals and their products because you're pulling in that bad energy. Those last few minutes before they're slaughtered, it is fear and anger and, you know, terrified emotions. And, that goes in on a cellular level to those animals. And when you're consuming all of that negativity, it's got to have an effect on you. And that's something that like, I've learned a lot about too, that like when you, if you're like, I'm not a religious person, but I believe in spirituality. And I feel like when I'm at this certain level where I can do yoga and I can feel my toes in the grass and I'm, you know, eating this like really healthy whole lifestyle and I'm, you know, watching the, the beach waves in the sun and it's like, holy crap, like this, this is what I, I yearn for. You know, this is that kind of feeling that's like, let's try to push out most of the toxicity. Of course, we got environmental shit going on around us, but, you know, just trying to get grounded. And that's a really good point too, okay? So if you're not vegan, (laughs) right, um, there are things and ways for you to 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 do better if mm-hmm. you're not on that if you're not on that path right now to to want to be vegan it's fine everybody gets there on their own um but it's like be aware you know there's a difference between um eating for me my neighbor's eggs that uh you oh, know, that yeah. i'll get that i know that they are not fertilized and taken like care of <laughs> right and then going to the grocery store and getting like the 49 cent dozen like mm. you know from the chickens that have been um in all these cages and all this misery um and if you don't know where your food is coming from try to be better at knowing where that is but you if it's it not up. then you know this may sound a little woo-woo for people but uh it it's very it works for me because sometimes whenever i'm traveling so much sometimes i gotta get a quick fix like whether it's a salad from mcdonald's unfortunately you know um but kind of know of the energies it's doing. Love yeah. it, bless it, move on, right? Just be aware. Just know, say a little say a little mantra, whatever it is, over your food. You know, if you choose to eat meat, um, think that meat before you choose to ingest it. Um, you know, just, just be very aware. Yeah, I think being aware is number one yeah. right there. Because when you start realizing what it is that you're putting in your body, whether it's you know, yeah, cigarettes vegetables. or food. Or, I mean, vegetables, too. That's a whole other thing with the whole GMO. And, oh, my God, it's yeah. it's insane what happens to our food system. But I don't want to turn this into a whole yeah. food podcast. Well, but I mean, it's, it's, it's very part of what you're taking in. Right? It's very, very, very important because even the the salads that you're going to get from, you know, the, the grocery store yeah. are still filled with pesticides, filled with all that. And the employees. Uh-huh. Like, that's a really big thing I started realizing, too, is, like, like, I just go back to slaughterhouses because to me it's freaking hell on earth. But you think about the employees that are working in these things. What type of people have to be in this kind of environment? Or, or you know, what has this environment done to them? Maybe it's the only opportunity. A lot of them are migrants, you know, and they're yeah. coming in and it's the only job that they can get. And so they start working for minimum wage, slaughtering animals all day. What do you think that does to them? What do you think they go home to their wives and kids and act towards them? Yep. Like, you're funding that. And so it's like there's... So many, like, so many different areas you can just start cleaning up your life. Like, I was telling Travis, so I quit smoking cigarettes, like, four or five years ago, but I took on vaping because it was like, oh, it's so much healthier. So which much better. I think, you know, maybe, but it hasn't been out long enough to do That's studies. Yes. Exactly. Well, I got sick last week and had to quit vaping because I couldn't fucking breathe. <laughs> right. And now I'm one, <clears throat> one week out, still coughing up stuff. And, uh... 
it's like this, that and caffeine are like the two last things that I feel like, okay, if I can cut these kind of things out of my life, I'm going to, I can at least say that I'm doing my best to live my healthiest life. Yeah. Trying. And that's it. And that's, you know, it's like, that's why we're talking about what you eat, drink, think and do as well. Um, it's not, you know, I, I can, I can really, sometimes whenever I get so hungry and I can run over, we went traveling to Kentucky and we did the Kentucky diet, right? Uh, that put me into a depression. It literally oh, did. So it's I like, bet. these are the things, there's factors, not, there's factors that you can help. There's mm-hmm. factors that you mm-hmm. cannot help, but it's like, you always have to take a look back and see what you can or cannot do. Right. Um, and this is where I'm going to drop a little plug for Melissa Crispell over at Long Term Wellness. Um, if, you know, you're, you're looking to help build your system up and to get a little bit healthier um, and you would like an all-natural way to do that, reach out to her. She's a great not only coach, but she's a practitioner. She's uh, She's got all kinds of letters behind her name. Um, <laughs> but it's like if you want some help with that, they've also got this really, really great um, all-natural supplement that if you struggle with a little bit of um, a mood disorder, whether it's uh, depression or anxiety or whatever it may be, it's called Mood Guard. Um, it's made by Perk. It's, it's a lifesaver. Yeah, it's great stuff, and it's you, you know you're able to know that it's not. But yeah, we'll put if, Melissa if you're still here. Um, can you drop down your page in there so that people can reach out to you if need be? Uh, but again, this is advi- This is not advice. This is just our own experiences. Um, Christmas is right around the corner. Holidays are right Eek. around the corner. The New Year's. There's so much stupid pressure. Like, when you think about it, it is literally another day in the calendar. Just a day that somebody a long time ago decided we could make a shit ton of money on yeah. charging people money because they think they have to buy presents for other people. So, huge freaking deal. But I, And I understand, for me, it's a little easier to disassociate because I don't have that family value. So, like, I can kind of step outside of that. We put too much pressure but, on us. Yeah. Pressure, pressure turns into the depression pressure oh, yeah. turns into these crappy thoughts take some of the pressure off of yourself okay if you're able to um and you know enjoy the holidays be you know use it for what it's worth to be with your family and friends and if you don't have family and friends send us a message and we build a snowman right. we can build a snowman <laughs> um but yeah send us a message because no one unless you want to be alone I'm not going to shut on everybody, but um, <laughs> unless you want to be alone, reach out because there's two people here. There's one over in bed right now that <laughs> I can speak for him. Um, reach out. Say hi. We are always here for an ear at least. We may not get to you right away, um, but you know we'll do our best. There- and just, you know, one thing I was just thinking too, that there is always someone worse so has it worse you know like i don't care if it's that moment or your entire freaking life if you are even watching this or listening to this right now that means you have an electronic device or you at least have access to one and how much of the population doesn't even afford water clean water you know what i mean so you're already in a better position and i think for me sometimes when i keep when i start focusing on all the things that i do have versus all the things that I want and don't have is when I can finally have peace with myself. Like, wait a minute, I got a roof over my head. I got food in my belly. I got friends like you. I got, you know, blah, 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 blah. Basic needs met. (laughs) Yeah. And you know, that in the time whenever you're going through some rough times that may not even be like, that may not sound the best to you that, oh, somebody else got it worse, blah, blah, blah. That's not the point of that. The point of that is to say, and I'm what I picked from that is like, Practice your gratitude, people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like that is, and it's a strong belief, and it will always be a strong belief of mine, that no matter what you're going through, dig real deep down and practice that gratitude for what you have. 
um, and then set goals of what you, you know, you're going to get. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's like manifest, manifest gratitude, manifest gratitude. Um, but thank you guys. Thank you for joining mm. us. What? I don't have the little control. Oh. Here, wait, you keep talking. Are you going to get the control and come back? Yeah, because that way you're not going to. Okay, got it. Uh, thank you for joining us. Hit that share button, please. Get this out to some people because, you know, it just, it will, it will be, it will fall on the ears and the eyes of people that need to see it. Period. Point mm-hmm. blank. Um, it, you know, it'll, and if it doesn't, it doesn't. So what? At least you would, it didn't take very long to hit that share button. Um, but thank you for joining us. We will be back in the studio on next Friday, hopefully with a non-sick Pete and a non-sick me. <laughs> um, happy holidays, whatever you, you, uh, you celebrate. Thank you guys for all the hearts and the love. Um, whatever you celebrate, celebrate it to the fullest. Um, feel free to say happy Hanukkah, happy Kwanzaa, happy anything that you want to. I say Merry Christmas just because that's what I celebrate. Um, but, you know, we're not just Christmas Kwanzaa. Uh, but live it to your best. Um, go out there and dap into. Oh, it's not dap. Ooh, what are we? Tab? Tad? Daniel and Travis. Dat. Dat. Tad. No, dat. I like dat. Dat-ass. That's what dat, dat, we. <laughs> Take the driver off the pole, but. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Guys, again, we love you, we love you, we love you. Um, and from our heart. Look at my heart. To yours, go tap into life, tap into Christmas, tap into family, tap into friends, tap out. Bye! We are so grateful you joined us for another episode of Tap Into. Go to Facebook.com forward slash Travis and Pete and like our page. And drop us a line while you're there and say hi. You can also find us on Instagram at Tap Into Life. Huge, super big shout out to Specialty Produce Network and our listeners and followers because we couldn't do this without you. After all, we are better together. Till next time, get out there and tap tap into life. life. The Specialty Produce app is the world's number one handheld resource on produce. The app features photographs, recipes, geography and history, taste and culinary applications on over 1,900 produce items. From apples to zapote, we've got your produce questions answered. Our app is available for both iPhone and Android. Download our app for free today.